seven, one, five. Three, nine, Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 90. Casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. Just going to interrupt you there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. Yeah, just been just been doing a little bit of research uh, for something else go. I was looking at. And um, did you know the boy in Mrs. Doubtfire is now an absolute hunk at 39 years old? <laughs> this feels like clickbait. Yeah. Um, what did you click and why? Um, well, I was just looking for certain things and I, you know, I saw, I saw Mrs. Doubtfire, which famous, famous, famously classic movie. Nice segue in, by the way. I mean, we're right into this. Right into this. <laughs> Straight into it. So, you this know, is the top of the show. So this isn't, this, this can't be this relevant because it said in November 2018, Mrs. Doubtfire turned 25 years old and to celebrate the cast had a whole reunion. So this it's quite some time ago. Not to date the show. <laughs> Not that I'm dating the show. <laughs> I'm already dating someone at all. The hunk? Would you, would you date this hunk? Well, not when he was 13. <laughs> Is that how old he was on the show? It said... On, uh, on, on the show. Yeah. He was 13. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, he's going to turn 40 in February 2020. Wow, wow. 2020. Wow, 2020. 2020. I mean, that, not to date the show, but, I mean, because that could have happened by now. You know who we're talking about, right? Who we're we talking about? The boy. You the know, boy the son. From, from, um, this is Downfire. Yeah. What about him? He's a hunk now. I don't apparently. recall the kids being a major part. I think they were like a no, bargaining chip, her, weren't they? Yeah, they were. But he's he walked in and saw her pee, I think. Was that him? Oh, Saw her peeing or saw her <laughs> pee is short for the full word? No, urinate. <laughs> yeah, saw her you know, peeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not saw her pee or Oh, bee. no, not there. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire's PLD. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Notably absent was the late Robin Williams. Of course he wouldn't be there. Mm. Oh, worried. yeah. That's, that's, that's like, really... what's the point in having the reunion almost? I get, I'm assuming that's why there's no Aladdin reunion. Someone called Jacob, on a Lisa Jacob, one of the children. One of the most powerful things for me about working with Robin Williams is that he's very open and honest. And he was talking about his issues with addiction, depression, and that was so powerful to me at 14. You know what that screams of? What? Someone who's not famous anymore trying to get in a headline. Yeah, I don't know her. She's not, doesn't say she's a hunk. You're telling me that um, he opened up about depression to what was probably an 11-year-old girl at the time. Like <laughs> uh, 14. I ain't buying it. 14. Okay, here we go. So here we go. Here's, here he is. Here's... here's Okay, nice visual for our podcast. <laughs> we'll put this photo. We'll put this photo on Twitter. <laughs> we're not. Going we're not to. going to put, this, not photo going to put this photo on Twitter. It's just a picture of a, a '90s-looking kid. So we have, with his shirt like tied together. Yeah. Like a, so he's wearing a shirt unbuttoned all the way down, <laughs> and then a sweatshirt tied around the shirt. Oh, it looks like the shirt's tied up at the bottom. You know, like um, like a Daisy Duke would do. Uh, okay. Yeah, again, visuals doesn't really work yeah. in the podcast. Um, <laughs> but he had the. You, you were saying that you had this. You had a haircut as a child. Yeah. And. Uh, I wondered if it was similar to that because um, you were saying that it was such a an American haircut. Yeah, I thought from that back most then, of the, um, where it's just kind of long, almost like a bob, but 
shorter at the front, but not a mullet. Is mullet a word that they use overseas? That, um, so apparently, um, apparently Robin Williams called this guy up and told him about his depression. He, I'll never forget it. Robin Williams called me aside, and this was not joking, Robin. This is serious, Robin. Don't do drugs, Matthew. Mm. There are moments that the voice that there are moments that when that voice prevented me from doing anything wrong. Oh, I see what he means here. Yeah. <laughs> that was in his back in his head. Yeah, the voice it wasn't like prevented he was him. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he rubbed a lamp. I saw the boy boy meets world. Mm. Did you watch That's, that? No, I don't think I ever did. But that does strike me as something that would also have that haircut. It was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, see, oh no, no, no his older brother was on Dancing on the Stars. Oh, man, that's more the level, whereas there's no screen time for an older brother. Did the older brother do anything to deserve Most that? notably, Lawrence was cast in The Hot Chick in 2002. Most notably? That can't yeah, be right. That's no good. Um, the Rob <laughs> Schneider comedy was not one that would find itself up for an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah well yeah <laughs> um i was going to mention this week i i might sound a little nasally again it's yeah. because for some reason it's become evident to me that for some reason um i am sick a month before for the entire winter and then a month after uh. winter um i don't feel sick i just sound sick if anyone goes near me with a cold then i instantly sound like this so no kissing hello anymore no okay you should have told me that before we did it well i didn't need to because we don't do that yeah okay whatever (laughs) um i had to take a sick day this week really yeah i don't usually take sick days are you worried that your sickness is going to affect your child like yes (gasps) and in fact it might have so my child has a runny nose um but I don't usually have sick days and this week I was borderline should I or shouldn't I and then I did and a miraculous thing happened I got better because I rested like that might be actually how you're supposed to use sick days it turns out so you use sick days to get better not when you're like hung over (laughs) no I've 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 used them before where I like had gone gone through sickness to the point where my cold had turned into a pretty severe chest infection. Oh, Jesus. And I ended up using like four sick days to get it, get rid of it. So maybe life advice from Litz. Um, take <laughs> so a sick day segment? when you're sick. Like, use them. It's better in the long run. I took one day off and then I was better. I was good enough the next day to go back. So you're welcome, world. Do you know that um, hungover workers cost New Zealand businesses more than $1.65 billion a year in lost productivity? I heard that on the radio yesterday. Yeah. I I heard that too and I couldn't quite remember the figure. Hmm. Just should have taken a sick day. I did take a sick day. (laughs) Yeah, but not for being hungover. No. I should have been hungover? Yeah. Well, if you're hungover, take a sick day because then you'd be costing the company in productivity. (laughs) That's how it works. There's another website, I think, where you can work out, uh, based on how long you're in the toilet at your job, how much you get paid to pee or poo. How many times you go to the toilet today at work? Um, maybe three. Three? Yeah, we've got a water cooler in our oh, office okay. now, so I've been smashing that over. Pee or poo? Pee. You're smashing over the water cooler? Yeah. <laughs> <Sounds> smashing <laughs> it over. That sounds a bit destructive. Yeah, there's a bat and everything. 
I can, just, I can just imagine some of the performance conversations they're having with you. But it's like, we'll have to take a bit of coaching with him. He keeps, he keeps taking a bat to the water cooler. <laughs> yeah. as, soon as, the, as soon as the water cooler guy walks in, I just like, reach ah! my back. <laughs> like a walking dead zombie. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is ah, while I was... sickness. While I was... <laughs> it's just a cough. And while I, I was... I think you kissed me hello. I'm just outraged <laughs> by this. Listen next week for Tony coughing. <laughs> Um, what I was going to say is while I was off sick, mm. I watch either Netflix. Oh, is there Netflix? What are you, do what you, you watch either Netflix? Uh, I, I do. I do. I watch what, what? some terrible Netflix. What do you mean terrible Netflix? Terrible, but oddly appropriate for this show. Okay. I watched the, I watched, uh, <laughs> the atrocious, terrible, not even that good Will Farrell movie, Land of the Lost. Oh my God. I actually watched that about uh, two weeks ago. Did you really? On Netflix, yeah. Were you sick? Were, no, you, were you hungover? I was over two nights. Were you peeing at work? <laughs> it was just something... Oh, maybe it was three nights, and I fell asleep to it at one point. <laughs> I'm not sure why. It's so good. Um, yeah, that was interesting. But it got me thinking, what about the... Because it, it was obviously a remake. Yes. You're aware of this? Yes. Um, the original one for some reason i thought i not think of it but i i must be getting it confused with creature from the black lagoon where it's like you know 30s or 40s or was that 50s but this was like in color 1974 a tv series that ran for like three years um i wouldn't recommend it would you recommend it um mindless right for something backgroundy because the thing was I needed something that I wouldn't mind falling asleep to, so I had to I find something was, I didn't care about. Yeah, and that was good. That's why um, I was surprised that they still had like the Matt Lauer bits are still in there after his naughtiness, hmm. his inappropriate sexual behaviour in the workplace. Oh goodness, I wasn't aware. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Innocent wee oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in there. It's like mm. so. I'm always fascinated to see what, if any, of that is original. And I was a little bit, I like they played up on it a little bit. I really like um, when you see in those old ones, the it's like claymation dinosaurs fighting each other. Yeah. I reckon that's cool as. Yeah. Like the animation style and how terrible it actually looks. <laughs> but um, the so then I started like looking into some of those things. They could have played up on a little bit more. They kind of did with the crab when it was, you know, a giant crab coming towards them. Mm-hmm. But then that made that made me delve into the computer and start googling land of the lost and the guy who plays the monkey what's his name chucker chucker yeah do you know who that is no it's the guy from um lonely island so it's not the main one who's on brooklyn not andy samberg not andy samberg it's the other one is is this monkey out of land of the lost okay although is that racist to monkeys Land of the Lost Chucker. Mm. Um, so, uh, for those of you playing at home, uh, got a score of uh, one out of five. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Based on 31 reviews. Um, 51st most discussed movie of 2009. That's not bad. That's not bad. 51. Out of, out of, out of how many? Well, I don't know. <laughs> All the movies. IMDb, 5.4. How about that? Out of... 
Ten? Ten. <laughs> Straight down the middle. We're offering nothing here. The uh, the other thing it has is... Um, uh, oh, my names have all left my head. Danny McBride, who I think is hilarious in everything. Yeah. Him and, for some reason, Vince Vaughn does it to me as well. <laughs> where anything they do, I crack up laughing at it. Jorma Jacone is the guy. Gesundheit. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I've found the list where it's uh, ranked number 51. Uh, it's in the it's in similar similar company. So the the movie that ranked 50 in the year, 50th most mentioned of 2009 was that movie called Year 1 with uh, Jack Black and yeah. Michael Cera. Again, lots of promise but just didn't deliver. Just hit the yeah. And then the number 52 just to bookend it was the proposal starring Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds. What about? I don't think I want. Did I? Did I see the proposal? You, you, you all know. Did I see the proposal? <laughs> I you, don't know. You all know. What What do you reckon the top five is? I don't remember two thousand nine. To be honest, it's a blur. I'll give you the top five. Okay. Uh, Lay it on me. Number five, Star Trek. Yeah, never seen it. Neither did I. And I know a lot of people will be outraged yeah, about that, particularly on this sort of genre podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> District Nine. Never seen, seen it. it. <laughs> there was outrage there. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, um, <sighs> if fun. you had not seen District 9, mm-hmm. you would have been out of the studio. That's <laughs> it. We were sitting down and watching it before we came back. That was all right. Yeah, that was all right. That was pretty good. It was actually really good. Um, the fun fact about District 9. Is um, it really that fun? Yeah, it's a fun fact. Okay. I'll give, yeah. you, I'll give you that. Fun fact I haven't about heard District it yet, 9. I will give you that. Yeah. Um, I went to Wellington, went to Weta Workshops. Yes. Went to the Weta Cave. Yeah. Which is like a almost a museum, but it's quite small. Um, of all the props and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I was admiring various weapons from District Nine when one of the clerks came over, took a rifle off of the wall and handed it to me. Oh. So I held one of the rifles off District Nine. One of the alien ones. Did you ask to be involved in, in as an extra in the, in the scene? or? Well, it had already been out. That's why ah, there was a display. Oh, right. right. <laughs> so you weren't in the movie like you were claiming? No. Okay, just, just no, remember. I wasn't in the movie. If, if we were to rewind back to the start of the story, you'd be like, oh, when I was in District 9, I was holding one of the rifles. Um, and I think you were telling lies. Just little, while... Little lies. Just while you, I'm here. So... Just, just, to, just, to, just to round this out, were you or weren't you in District 9? I can honestly say I held okay, so a you, rifle But you weren't in District, District 9. 9. You weren't in District 9. You can't <laughs> claim it then. You can't claim you're on District 9 for holding that bloody rifle. <coughs> okay, I move on. I wasn't in no, District no, 10, no, put it that way. Move on. I'm, I wasn't in District I'm, 10. I'm infuriated with you. I am infuriated with you for lying to me. Um, here's to a fuss. clickbait. Okay. You want to clickbait while good. I'm here? Yeah, why not? If your computer is connected to the internet, it you is? should do this today. Okay, what's that? Let me check. I clicked it. Okay. I'm waiting. Because um, mine's actually connected to the internet, so I'm pretty sure we're doing Incredible new security device goes viral in 2019. Here's what you should know. If you're connected to the internet, this may be the most important article you read. <laughs> one in four people are hacked every day you got to stop doing that. I don't people every day. Yeah. No, that can't be right. 
Here's the deal. Total AV are giving away instant virus and malware security scans to all computer owners for free. What's in it for them? What? <laughs> Why? Oh, that was the next question. Why are they offering it for free? Product manager David explains. Uh... <laughs> Last year, we saw thousands of consumers affected by the sudden increase in computer and smartphone malware. Our main goal was simple. We wanted to help users protect their personal information. David. <laughs> for David. How can I claim my free copy? Click here. If you're impressed, you can pay. You can upgrade to an ultimate account for twenty dollars, usually a hundred. <laughs> so. So it's a scam. A scan. Yeah, they scan your computer for viruses for free. It's not a scam. Uh, top three movies. We're going to say Watchmen. Oh, remember that big that big blue penis we saw on that? <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Um, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Were you into Transformers as a I, child? I was into Transformers, yeah. I wasn't. You were one of the haves. I was a have-not, though, so I you did, probably yeah, had Transformers. I had Transformers, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, have Transformers. Yeah, yeah. I got Transformers for, like, my birthday. I had a Matchbox car and some dirt. <laughs> dirt. <laughs> and the number one movie from 2009, Avatar, despite its terrible font use. Do you actually like Avatar? It was okay. I can't say I like it. Well, you can say you like it. Okay, well, I say I don't really like it. Ooh. Is it still the highest grossing of all time? No. Um, the latest Avengers movie just overtook it. Ah, good. I think the Avengers is like one of the three of the top five highest grossing or something like that now. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm... I'm glad Avatar's been clear out of the way. <laughs> I, I, I much prefer Titanic. All right. Much prefer Titanic. Fair. I don't think I've seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, this is that thing where I have to admit I haven't seen a lot of really famous movies. So you've seen... What Terminator movie have you seen now? I saw the first one. Oh, and you still haven't seen T2? No, is it any good? God damn it. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> you had a sick day and you watched fucking Land of the Lost. <laughs> you didn't watch Terminator 2. It's a when, really good point. I think I've said this on the show before. When I was sick as a child, Pa C-bomb would, uh, <laughs> would just... Is that what we call him? Your, <laughs> I, your guess, I guess, I guess, I okay. guess. Because C-bomb is like a really bad word. Like, often substituted for one of the worst swear words there is. You call him my last name, my swear name. No, I'm saying my you are. Name. <laughs> <laughs> my swear name. My swear name. Yeah, Pa, pa C-bomb would just, <laughs> would just slot that... Terminator 2 VHS in the VCR, mm-hmm. and I'd sit there yeah. in a big, big plush chair and enjoy <laughs> it. And I was like eight, and it's like, I'm way too young for this. I think I've said on the show before as well, but my one was Back to the Future Part yeah. 2. So Part 2, I've seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so we've both seen sequels a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was um, it was a copy that had been purchased as like a... Like when the, when the video store used to you know cut back on how many copies they had, oh, they'd okay, sell off yeah, the old yeah, ones. Yeah. So it was covered in like United Video stickers and had that <laughs> that plastic case that you can open yeah. like a book. United Video, whoa, <laughs> we got the world on video. Wow. Beautiful, wasn't that? That was really <laughs> it's good. Quite the that record. Really Let's auto tune that. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be really good. <laughs> Um, I, I can imagine as a um, as, as as a parent as you are. I, I'm, I'm not. Um, don't you have to, to imagine as a parent. I don't, don't I? Oh, <laughs> well, you do. 
And you just said you were, so okay. why are you being offended? I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> You're out of the Cans off, yeah. gone. <laughs> insulted me. You must You're be, you must be looking forward to, to the next uh, <laughs> five years from now when you can be at home putting on Back to the Future 2 for on the VHS. Yeah, on, on Dig VHS. out the VHS out of the, the garage. Youngin, for the youngin. Yeah. Um, have we talked about where's your DVD collection right now? <laughs> uh, part of it is behind you. Oh yeah, that's right. It's in boxes. Part yeah. of in the garage. Yeah, the the DVD collection we we used to use as mic stands. Yeah. quite a bit. Part of it is actually um, in the entertainment unit that supports the TV. Oh, that's few, right. Yeah, there's a few DVDs in there. Yeah, nothing ever gets touched. No, <laughs> nothing ever gets touched. No, there's actually, literally times where I would prefer to download a movie than get the disc out. Actually, I was telling my partner about um, Taron Egerton. Mm. why does uh, that name ring a bell from uh kingsman and he's playing um elton john in oh yeah yeah in rocket man yeah and i said i wonder if he got cast in that somewhat because elton john was in the second kingsman movie oh no doubt and jesse's like i've never seen it i'm like right okay we're watching that so i haven't seen it i have I have, oh, I'll give you that on Blu-ray, which I do have. No, thanks. It involves getting a <laughs> so disc out. I actually used my Blu-ray player for the first time in about uh, 18 months on the weekend and watched this movie. Uh, I had to go grab it at the garage. I was like, I think I, like, I, think I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> and, I, and I did. I had that many... And then we watched um, the second one, which also features Elton John. Oh, really? Mm. He's, had, a, he's an integral character in the second Kingsman movie. I had that many dvds that i would accidentally buy duplicates i I was going through my when i was alphabetizing them one time back when i used to um i'd I'd get to like oh no i've bought three copies of american pie 2 or something (laughs) like that Uh, I was thinking about the same thing. Do you remember that psycho fetish where I would steal DVDs from people's houses I was staying at? Yep. (laughs) How is uh, the producers? (laughs) Worth a watch? No. Worth committing a crime over? It was almost like more just because someone would like, well, go watch the producers. I'm like, swear I had this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just such a weird, uh, like a weird pointless crime to steal a terrible movie from someone's house. They probably didn't notice, to be honest. Uh, You come take probably high 50s of my dvds before i noticed there's a bit of room on the shelf what was it i think oh that's what it was apollo 13 i've got three copies of it (laughs) it's a really good movie but not worth three copies but all three of them are now on a dusty shelf in the garage ironically you have backups for apollo 13 whereas they had nothing in the backup Mm. department for that uh, for that ill-fated mission they just had to make it work they had to make it work whereas you've got three copies of it so no matter how many times you get struck out (laughs) with apollo 13 you got a backup (laughs) that's very ironic they still managed to make it work in every one (laughs) um uh i remember when apollo 13 came out my parents um hired it on vhs wow and um we got home because you get like the generic slip case from the video stores so you'd get the one off the shelf that had like tom hanks on mm-hmm. it but then you take it and they have the little beeper so that their yeah. prized possessions are not stolen um and they'd take the they'd give you the one that was in like the generic blockbuster case and put it over to the side and you'd go get it we got home and opened up apollo 13 and inside there was a little piece of paper that said you have won a prize come uh-huh. and claim it and we had like because you'd hire them overnight like it was probably a one night rental because it would have been a new release then um 
we had the whole night dreaming up what are they going to give us are we all going on a trip to the usa to get a tour of nasa or yeah um and then we took it back and it was a cd of the soundtrack (laughs) 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 so yeah i think mum and dad still have that cd that's good i had that recently i doubt they have a cd player i had that recently with um i got a call i missed a call from australia Mm. and um check the voicemail they were like uh okay yeah tony i uh you went to the christchurch food so recently and you entered a uh, competition with mm. the marriott hotels good just want you to call us back because we've got some pretty exciting news for you <laughs> oh man and i was like you oh just my god ho- i want a trip to the center of apollo 13 <laughs> <laughs> you just want a marriott hotel stay next to cape canaveral yeah. <laughs> so i was so excited and i had some other work to do and i couldn't dial it back straight away i was like i was absolutely just giddy with excitement so i dialed <laughs> yeah, this number back i would be the same i'd be shaking and i was like hi uh, there's raylene there she called me and like okay we'll put you through and she's like tony how was you I'm like, how are you I'm like oh good how's your day been i'm like oh no not too bad not too oh, bad raylene. No, oh, my God. getting you excited it's like right so you went to the Christchurch food store recently didn't you and i was like yes i did i was going to the show for a year i got the food show and uh and uh and you entered a competition Mary hotels. like oh my god yes 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 did you do you recall actually entering it because those things are like you're no, entering a competition like every eight seconds no i didn't do i don't know it's so yeah okay anyway, anyway i was like really excited like, yes 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 i did, totally totally remember totally remember okay can i guess what it was yeah go for it. um i'm gonna say a voucher for 20 percent off your next stay plus uh breakfast included you're not far off <laughs> they're like so uh it, to, to celebrate marriott hotels fucking some other hotel to be two hotels in one tell me it's a t-shirt that's got their logo on it that you're never gonna use <laughs> um so she said right so what you do is you'll get 80 percent off a stay at one of these luxury brands why from their end why don't they just cover the full hundred like uh, so i get two nights at 80 percent off Mm. I can extend it if I want to. And the hotels, she said, okay, so um, what's closer to you, Singapore or Tokyo? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They might as well both be the other side of the universe because they're just as accessible. I'm not going to use this. (laughs) (laughs) So I went through this whole thing. I was really disappointed. And then she called me insistently for about two weeks. And I just never picked the phone up. Brilliant. I was like, holy crap, man. I was so gutted. And then Jesse got the same thing about a week ah, ago. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a competition. This isn't a competition. This, this isn't is a just prize. A marketing this is a marketing ploy. Because they're still I, getting money it. out of as you. As soon as they said that, I knew. And like, even she was like, "Okay, two nights with eighty percent off is uh, will come to seven hundred and thirty New Zealand dollars like, yeah. for two nights, and I have to fly to Singapore or Tokyo." <laughs> This is the worst prize I've ever won. Is it Singapore where you still have like an annual, you could have had an annual pass to that lookout? Oh no, that was Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you could combine the two and go for a lookout while you're there. So yeah, um, it wasn't a great prize. Um, the last decent thing, well decent, the last thing I won that I got a little excited about was on, I don't even remember entering it, but I got a phone call and it was people from, the people that make crumpets. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I must have texted something. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you texted off a packet to win. It was something astronomical, like it's $300 worth of Hasbro board games. And I'm like, mm. awesome. Like, what should I get? And they're like, so we're going to send it out to you. I'm like, okay. And then what arrives is Monopoly Cluedo Battleship. 
Apparently that's worth three hundred bucks these days. <laughs> hundred dollars each, right? Like, Full oh, okay. retail price. <laughs> yeah, Holy crap! Dude. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. It was free. Yeah, I mean, they're wait. not cheap, but again, that's that's probably just as used as my DVD collection. Yeah. What do you think? Like, used to, I used to get you, you were saying CDs before. Like, I used to win CDs quite often. I remember winning a Beyonce CD. I won, I've the, won a couple I won CDs. The, I won the Godzilla soundtrack was in like nineteen ninety seven. Um, any good? <laughs> I had Foo Fighters on it. Oh, really? Yeah, a song called A Through 20, which is, yeah. A Through 20. A Through 20. Oh, really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so on that. I think, I guess uh, CDs were, because I was going to say, was that due to, like, timing? Because remember, here, they were trying to launch new music channels and stuff every five minutes. So, CDs are something that's probably something juice real cheap to, like, overhead-wise. You know, a record label will give you them because it costs them about 18 cents to make them. Um, but it seems substantial enough to give away. I want a couple as well. Um, but don't think I listened to them past 2004, probably. And by then they were probably already converted to MP3. <laughs> <laughs> so the God, the Godzilla soundtrack, uh, 1998, sorry, I had it was a year off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was recorded in 1998. Uh, heroes, the Wallflowers. Remember that? We can be heroes just one day. Remember okay. that? Yeah. Uh, Come with me with Puff Daddy. Deeper Underground. Was he Puff Daddy Ju- Jumiroquai. <laughs> yeah. Good. No Shelter, Rage Against Machine. Ear, Ben Folds 5. Um, that would have been a... Running, running Knees, Days of the New. That's a good one. That would, would have been <laughs> an absolutely idea. rocking album yeah. back when you got it. What, uh, what device were you playing it on? Uh, I think I had a big boombox. Yeah. yeah. That, remember my first car? I had a boombox boom on the box. passenger seat because the radio was broken. <laughs> Here we go. A320 by Foo Fighters. It was on there. <laughs> Very good. Um, and... Uh, opening titles by David Arnold and Looking for Clues by David Arnold. <laughs> Went three times platinum in Canada, though. How about that? I won... Um, although, no, that wasn't me. That was my wife back then. I mean, my wife now, who <laughs> who back then was my girlfriend, won an Incubus CD. Oh, Incubus for good. A Gomez CD, which I've never, no, I've never done anything since. And then, um, for some reason, our friend Patrick always reminds me how I won the Puddle of Mud CD. Oh, I would love to get my hands on that CD. <laughs> I've probably still got I it. I love Puddle of Mud. Blurry. <laughs> Do you really? I love Blurry. I can, I can still sing. I can sing Blurry. I can sing every lyric to Blurry. Prove it. Okay. You're reading it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> We're not doing that. I love Blurry, though. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so... This episode has contained a lot of paranormal. It's just woven through drivel. Yeah, like we talked about Godzilla. Yeah, we talked about Godzilla. Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. That had things. Um, here we go, listing things to justify our existence. Yep. Um, I'm sure there's some <laughs> sort of movie. Uh, District 9. Parent? District 9. 9. Aliens. That's one. Yep. Frickin' Aliens, dude. Avatar, does that count? Yeah, it does. Aliens. <laughs> we'll claim it. Um should we have a Twitter poll to see if people liked one where we've talked too much drivel? Liked an episode where we talked <laughs> too much I'm, I'm drivel? I'm afraid of the results. Yeah, no, I won't do that. We um, actually never found out whether this guy from um, 
what's his face as a hunk now? <laughs> it's not really for me to judge like what makes a hunk well, well, you, you, in you, fact you, don't you, answer that I you will mind. be able to tell an attractive man I, I, I yeah I can tell that. an attractive man but is that is that different to a hunk? So apparently he supported uh, medicinal, oh no, le- ma- legalization of marijuana. Hmm. So that's good. Um, so here we go. This is, would, would you consider this guy posing in front of a mountain a hunk? No, I'd consider him a human. Okay. And uh, we're closed. He's case not a, closed. Case closed. He's not a human. Wait, yeah. he's, he's a human, not a hunk. Should we? Um... Hunk a spunk. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds horrible. So I'm so sorry. Oh. Take, can I take that back? No. Can we edit that Do out? over. Hunk of spunk. Um, I just that noticed. sounds so disgusting. Hunk <laughs> of spunk. Ugh. It used to be commonplace to I say know. That. That's yeah. hideous. I ugh, wash my mouth out. That's Back gross. when people were renting Apollo 13 on VHS, it was probably <coughs> commonplace. I'm making myself sick. Hunk of spunk. It <laughs> sounds so gross. <coughs> um, oh, look, casual sandals shop now. Don't care. Yeah. Is that a Google ad? Yeah. That means you've been Googling sandals. I've not been Googling sandals. <laughs> Must have been. I've been Googling casual sandals. Winter sandals. Hunk and what, sp- what socks can I wear with them? I'm going to Google hunk of spunk and see what oh, comes Don't up. do that. Hunk of spunk. You, you carry on what you're saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've really got your full attention. Gorgeous male uh, specimen. Brimming with testosterone. A real man's man. Complete with six pack. What does man's man mean? Here we go. Used in a sentence. Whoa. <laughs> That's not the sentence. Get a load of that hunk of spunk. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it's the sentence. It's on the website. It's well, urban, it is Urban Dictionary. That's oh, like... God. It's on the website. I've got a website. <laughs> anyway, you carry on. Um, I, uh, do we let people know we're wintering over? Like, do we call this the first of our winter series? Yeah, we had, we had the summer season. Um, but it's like pitch black out there now. We've, for some reason, done it this week with the window, the curtains I open. know. It's I haven't really actually weird. heard much traffic noise. So your neighbour could be staring at us, talking into microphones like weirdos. But here we are. Fun story, um, neighbour across the road, got out of an Uber on Wednesday night. Mm. And as the car stopped someone was trying to get into their driveway and the uber was slightly in the driveway while he was letting me out mm. and this person came up in their car honk their horn mm. at the uber i get out i'm like have some patience bitch <laughs> i was bit, i had a <laughs> few drinks say that? yeah i had a few Brilliant. drinks yeah i just like threw my hands up in the air i was like have some patience bitch yeah and <laughs> yeah he was like Mm. <laughs> anyway carry on was so he just, a hunk of spunk no he was not a hunk of spunk <laughs> um what i was thinking is um since we've done a juliana friendly episode as in haven't delved into our actual paranormal tale yet um if you've liked it more let us know if you liked it we less we can do more of this this is very easy <laughs> just talking nonsense for like 35 minutes yeah and then now we can jump into maybe a couple of get me some strangers i think so just to give it a paranormal twist do you want to go first or um, me or yeah this is the first time we've really done it do you have the music queued up to go live or do we need to edit it back in later on um if you give me a minute i can bring it up live uh, do you prefer it live i do like it live but okay. it's ready to go live if you want to go live you don't realise I've hit record again, though, so you're texting. <laughs> I'll be back on the air. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're back on the airwaves. Is that... <laughs> Just... <laughs> 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 
Ah. Ah. <laughs> Who cares? Okay. You gonna go strange? Do you want to, you want to give a reminder to what strange actually is? Because it's been a while now. <coughs> this is be my first time um, uh, recounting the intro spiel in a long time. Since summer. Let's see. Since if our I... summer series. Since our summer series. Yeah. Yep. Since our summer series. Yeah. Um, this is the segment where we take the 1982 Reader's Digest version of Mysteries of the Unexplained. One of us will flick to a random page, the other will tell us when to stop, <laughs> uh, and we'll read you one of the paranormal tales from the pages we land on. This is the segment called Get Me Some Strange. Is that alright? Sounds very good. It's very reminiscent of um, previous years. <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah. Reminiscent or it is just the same. You gonna flick? I will flick. Or do you want me to flick? Um, I'll flick and then you can tell me when to stop. Okay. This is the segment we call <laughs> Gabby's Sounds Strange. And stop. Oh. We're gonna do one each. Can I do another one next? Have we ever done a one each? Uh, no, I don't think we have. I'm just working out that oh, there's a few on this one. I reckon this is... Uh, this is where you find which segment we landed Still going backwards. This is something from the sky. What's the sky one's called? Um, Heavens Above, Atmosphere, Atmospheric and Astronomical Oddities. So the one I landed on was actually uh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> from New Zealand lands. Really? Hmm. One of the strangest lightning displays on record was seen in 1936 by M.D. Lawrenson of New Zealand. So you're going to love all this. Wow. Travelling alone by car from Hamilton to Tauranga, I reached the stop. No, that's not right. I reached the top of the Kaimai Road and was greatly struck with the vivid lightning display over the Bay of Plenty. At about 10.10pm, I noted due east a faintly glowing light. I mentally registered the impression that it was a bit high up for a house or a car. And has here, I am fairly well acquainted with the district so that I am uh, sure the localities and directions are correct. Okay, good on you. Some minutes later, a bright flash from the north lit up the sky and I was more than amazed to realise that the glowing light actually proceeded from the upper surface of a black bank of cloud. Before I had time to conjecture what that could mean, I witnessed one of the most weird and uncanny sights I've ever seen. It suddenly seemed to pulsate. It took definite shape as a molten ball of soft light, with an indescribably bright greenish-white light, or rather radiance. This radiance lit up the whole of the upper surface of the cloud bank and showed the ball of light balanced on a finger of cloud. Then it pulsated again, <gasps> seeming to slightly contract and expand once or twice, and almost immediately became enlarged. What are we... Whoa. Is this porn? <laughs> Am I reading porn? Yeah, is this a different podcast? Am I reading porn? This is meant to be paranormal. For the 15 minutes that I saw it, it did not move in the sky. This is a bit odd. Um, after the glowing light had finally disappeared, one particular display of lightning emanating from the northern cloud flashed across the sky. One jagged fork was travelling horizontally, 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 <laughs> horizontally <laughs> above the spot where the ball had been. 
Suddenly, this jagged fork resolved itself into an absolutely straight line and drove itself directly into the spot where the ball had been. Hmm. Dun dun dun. Okay, um, do you want to do one? Yeah, I'll do one. Okay. Will you have me do one? <laughs> Sorry about that. Here you go. Alright. <clears throat> Ready for the flicking? Flicking. <laughs> this is a long one. Stop. <laughs> you got a pad while I find. Yeah, the I was actually thinking like the um the beginning of this book isn't actually that good in terms of the the paranormal content, but neither has this episode, so <laughs> it actually is quite fitting to end on a low note. Prophecies. Prophecies. Actually, I saw that. I looked at that before. What was the actual beginning section? Prophecies. The warning that wasn't. At five o'clock one morning in 1979, Helen Tillotson was awakened by an urgent knock at the door of her Philadelphia apartment and the sound of her mother calling, Helen, are you there? Let Helen, me in. are you there? Let me in. When she opened the door, yeah. <laughs> Foley. her mother, who lived across the street, asked why Helen had been knocking on her door a few minutes earlier. Helen explained that she had gone to bed at 11 o'clock the night before, but had not awakened until her mother's arrival. But I saw you, I spoke to you, Mrs. Tillotson said, insisting that Helen had told her to follow her back to her house and not ask any questions. Then they heard the explosion. A gas leak in Mrs. Tillotson's block had caused the blast. Her apartment was badly damaged. If she had been asleep there at the time, a fire chief said later, I doubt whether she would have got out alive. This is weird. It quotes another book. What? The, like, this story is attributed to The Unexplained Mysteries of Mind, Space, and Time, Volume 1, Issue 6. Oh, let's get that. <laughs> it does sound good. Um, anything else to add this week? No, um, I guess just sorry. <laughs> sorry. Let us know if you prefer this. Yeah. And if you don't, also let us know. Because we, we have some, we got stories. We got stories. It's just that we we rambled. We just on. rambled too long, so yeah. we didn't. We thought we'd run out of time before my baby needed her. Dada. Oh, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so let us know if you prefer this. Yeah, and I'm going to sing karaoke tonight. That's why I've probably been a bit more singy than usual. Blurry. Um, yeah. Take us out. I, Take us out on blurry. Everything's so blurry, and everyone's so. Is it fake? <laughs> sure. Fake. Fine. I guess at karaoke you'll have the words. Everything is ending and everyone is so messed up. Keep going. And preoccupied I'll, I'll do, I'll without talk you. The outro over top. Preoccupied without you. I cannot something at all. My whole world surrounds On that note, you. we'll call that Stumble another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join you us could next be week. My someone. You could be my scene. <laughs> Know that but I'll protect, protect you from all of the obscene. Unclean. Unclean. <laughs> Wonder what, what you're doing. I think I know the song better than well, you. Well, yeah, I really <laughs> did think I. You had the CD, dude. <laughs>